Hi everyone, welcome to the show today. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haowen. Hi, 大家好，欢迎回到 Angie 英文，我是 Stephanie。今天的来宾 Celine Chen 是一位澳洲华侨，并且在多个国家中成长。他曾经任职私人银行、私募基金以及创投。那目前他正在探索 Web3 的产业。接下来我们来欢迎这个乐于学习又充满好奇心的 Celine 吧。We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Celine, who is known around the professional and LinkedIn community as Celine Chen. She is Taiwanese Australian, but has grown up all over the world. Really, she has worked in private banking, private equity, venture capital, and is now exploring the wonderful world of Web three. She is a lifelong learner, super curious mind. And so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Celine. <laughs> Thank you. Boom. Hi, hi, guys. I'm Celine. Thank you, John, so much for inviting me over today.、Um, it's such a pleasure and honor. Yeah, great to have you here, Celine. You know, you were just telling me something off air that I just think is so cute, and we have to share it with the world. The fact that when you were a teenager. Instead of having posters of celebrities and models on your wall, you had posters of famous investors. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Like when I was little,、um, I used to have photos of Jim Roger, George Soros, Peter Lynch, and Warren Buffett. Like these people, and while、well, my classmates had like、um, photos of Zac Efron. <laughs> Or Brad Pitt, and then they were like coming into my room, and then they were like, "Wow, you have an interesting taste on guys." <laughs> yeah, the OGs of the investing world. It's so funny, yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. So cool, and it's so interesting too because it gives a little early insight into your mind of, you know, you became interested in business and investing really early. Yeah, definitely. When I was little, I was reading like Freakonomics and also like、um, looking at all these Wall Street movies, investment movies. It was like really, really like attracted me a lot. Yeah, it's so cool, and it seems like it's carried you through your life because it's really been a part of who you have become, and as、yeah. you know, as a strong kind of businesswoman now in the space and. I would love if you could give a, a little introduction about yourself. Yeah, who is the the mysterious Peter Lynch loving <laughs> Celine? <laughs> well,、um, actually, like I'm a third cultural kid.、Um, grew up in different seven different countries,、um, and I started working at the age of sixteen because I had so many interests in different fields. Like, and I figured out that the best way I can really know whether I like. Or enjoy working in this field is to actually do the work,、mm, like、that. to work in the field myself. So basically, I worked in、um, private equity.、Um, I went to legislative court. I worked at poly like auction house. I worked at、um, PVC. And also sales and trading and so on. Yeah, <laughs> you've you've got a very eclectic taste for work, and I love that. You know, believing in kind of trying something, see if you like it, see if it fits, and where you've kind of ended up now is exploring Web three. 刚刚他们在私底下聊天的时候 ，John 发现来宾一个非常有趣的故事，那就是在青少年时期，大家的房间都贴满着偶像名人的海报时，他却是贴着一些知名的企业家或是投资者
，像是 Jim Rogers、George Soros、Peter Lynch 或是 Warren Buffett。那反而他的同学当时贴的都是一些什么 Zac Efron 或者是 Brad Pitt， 所以大家同学走进他房间的时候，发现，嗯，你对男人的品味真的是非常独特。那来宾他其实从很早就开始会看一些经济学相关的书，而且很爱看华尔街或是投资相关的影片，所以可见他其实很早就知道他对这个领域非常有兴趣。来宾其实跟我一样是一个 Third Culture Kid TCK， 也就是所谓的第三文化小孩。那这其实是在形容一个人可能出生在一个地方，但却在非常多不同的文化当中成长。那就像他有提到，他曾经住过七个不同的国家。来宾从十六岁就开始工作，因为他发现他对于太多领域都感兴趣，但他却不知道哪一个是他真正喜欢的，所以他觉得要试一试才会知道。也就是为什么他才从私募、立法院、拍卖到私募创投等等都接触过。那 John 认为他的品味非常的 eclectic， 也就是范围很广，而 John 也很欣赏他愿意一直去探索并且尝试不同的工作。So can you take us through a little bit of the journey? You know, what are you doing now in the Web three space, and what really sparked your interest in in Web three? Yeah, so、um, when I first like kind of like、um, when I first moved back to Taiwan, that was the first time when I started actually got involved in personally investing in crypto.、Mm. And because I left the banking industry, like there was quite a lot of like regulation, compliance yeah, requirements. Yeah. So not allowed to invest when you work in banking, right? <laughs> yeah, it's quite hard. So、um, and then I moved back to Taiwan doing PVC, and I got the opportunity to to visit a lot of different like companies here in Taiwan in the blockchain crypto space.、Um, do a lot of due diligence and also like. Um, visit attend a lot of, like demo days, so that was the chance when I had the really had the opportunity to meet people in the industry,、mm. and also attend a lot of like I was attending networking events like or like crypto blockchain events nearly every single week. Yeah, that's how yeah. we met. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how we met. Yeah, and... and yeah, that was like when how I kind of like moved from more stock investing to more like um kind of um. Uh, involving in crypto investing, and then later on, I got also more involved in like NFTs. So initially, like it was just my friend buying NFT, and then I started buying with them.、Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to do mods for different NFT projects, like seven or eight different projects. So that was really eye-opening for me, like. Not being able to sleep and being on Discord all the time. Oh my goodness! Yeah, mod. That stands、yeah. for moderation, and that's the、yeah. people who kind of you know chat with all the community. They answer all the questions, and they they help really kind of onboard all the new people into projects. Yeah, definitely.、Um, and also, when I first moved back to Taiwan, I、um, because of my friends in Hong Kong, they were doing a lot of like.、Um, Promoting women into the blockchain industry,、mm. so、um, she's—they're both like very experienced people in traditional finance, but then they move on to Web three, and so they founded like Satoshi Women, like which helps basically helps promote women and also like、uh, brings like education and technical knowledge to people who want to join the blockchain crypto industry. I love that. Yeah, shout out to your friends doing that, Satoshi <laughs> Women. And so great because it really gives a safe place for women in Web two or or just curious about any types of tech industry around Web three and Web two, and helps them 
onboard, right? It helps them learn about what's going on in the space and mm -hmm. maybe helps them network and find job opportunities. Is that right? Yes, correct. Um, another like very important part was um, to bring the Web2 companies to also into use the advantage of Web3 into the Web2 industries or companies. Mm, yeah, I love that. It's, it's so cool. 来宾是回台湾之后才开始投资虚拟货币 crypto， 因为他之前在银行上班的关系，所以当时有非常多的规则 regulations， 导致他无法投资。那后来因为回台湾之后，到了私募创投这个公司，才有很多的机会接触区块链跟虚拟货币的公司。那他也因此参加了很多 networking events， 社交场合跟展示日 demo day， 因为他每一周都有参加这种活动，才有机会认识到 John。而后来，他朋友其实也开始接触了 NFT， 他自己也开始投入了。那后来，他也开始担任一些 mod， 也俗称 moderator， 管理者的一些工作。那在 Discord 上面要帮助一些刚入群的人了解这个计划。那他有一些香港的朋友在专门帮助女性进入这个产业。他们有一个网站叫 Satoshi Women， 那上面有一些专业知识跟可以帮助女性更了解 Web3 产业的内容。当然，也包括一些机会跟人脉。And so, thinking about traditional finance, you know, you've worked in all sorts of things now, and in crypto and blockchain. What got you started in this crazy path? I mean, I know you had posters of all the guys, all the investing OGs in the space, but what really made you super curious about this space? Yeah. So basically, excitement and volatility.、Ah, yeah,、yes. I like challenges and like.、Um, So like when I was like doing internship in sales and trading, it was like very exciting on the trade floor. People were yelling and stuff, especially when the market was really bad. bad.、Mm. Um, I remember when I did intern, it was when like um the the Donald Trump was being like elected, and it was like really crazy on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And then so what really made me very like um what really attracted me about Web three is like everyone can. Basically, join this field like in traditional finance or investment banking. When you're applying for jobs, you always have to have these Ivy League degrees and also like qualification certificates and so on. But then in Web three, you always like、um, everyone can basically start from the same level field.、Mm. It's a massive. I personally, I think it's a massive opportunity for all these younger generations to kind of accumulate their wealth and create their wealth, generate wealth. And to me, it's like、um, basically like muddy waters back in China, like er early two thousands or even earlier.、Mm -hmm. Like、um, basically, if the water is very muddy, then you're not able to basically. Everyone has like the same level field.、Um, everyone cannot see the water very clear. So you might get a big fish. You might get a small <laughs> fish. Yeah. yeah so. But if the water is so clear, then you basically don't have any comparative advantage. Like you don't have advantage. People who are、um, more powerful and stuff like that, like big organizations, they might just be able to like get the big fish immediately because、mm. they everyone can see the water so clearly. So that's like there's not much like that mu that much opportunity. Yeah. But if the water is so muddy, then. You have massive opportunities. Yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. perspective. I, I like that analogy, right? When <laughs> the water is muddy, you can't see, and everyone actually has an equal playing field. And I think that's so well said. You know, Web three is giving a lot of people the opportunity to enter the space, level playing fields. 
it doesn't matter where you're from, what race you are, what languages you even speak right now. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone has the opportunity to to level up. We say right. Very cool. Yeah, <clears throat> it's yeah, it's very um attractive to me. Like basically, everyone has this fair opportunity to do what you want and maybe like generate your first like or second or third buckle first buck buck of gold yeah your first pot of, pot of gold yeah there we go i love that it's so cool <laughs> 来宾会想要进入这个产业的原因，是因为它的波动性跟有一些令人兴奋的场合。那来宾有说，他非常喜欢挑战。他记得他当时在销售与交易的实习过程中，刚好是 Donald Trump 当选那一年。他记得交易那个楼层，大家都在疯狂对对方一直吼。他觉得这是一个非常令人兴奋的事情。那他也觉得 Web 3跟以往的传统产业比较不一样，你不需要长春藤的背景或是一些条件证书。那他觉得每个人都是从同一个层级进入这个产业的，他也认为这对于这新一代的年轻人来说是非常好的，因为大家可以 accumulate 累积跟 generate 产出财富。那他用了一个比喻 analogy， 现在就像是浑水 muddy waters， 那它的能见度 visibility 其实不高。那因为大家这样子就不知道说你到底会钓到是大鱼或是小鱼。那如果当这个水变清澈的时候，你就没有这样子的优势了。Advantage. And so, what do you want to be focusing on? Would you say, Celine, in kind of 2023 and beyond? You know, do you want to focus more on getting women into tech and and Web three? What's your focus? So, I think like I want to grow. I want to be part of a company or a project that can grow from zero to one,、mm. um, nothing to something. Be part of a company that has a like a game changer and make an impact on society. Like for instance, first of all, bringing the advantages of Web three, which is decentralization and fairness,、mm. into Web two, help companies、um, for digital transformation. I mean, here, <laughs> what John is doing, <laughs> yeah, trying, yeah. And I think the easiest way, one of the easiest way, is through NFTs.、Mm. So another thing I want to focus on is helping. Like women to、mm -hmm. be more involved in blockchain crypto. I mean, like even even like knowledge or not just like not just like work, but knowledge and also like let them know all these cool opportunities there is. Yeah, it's it's great, and I love that you are focusing on that because we need yeah we need more women in this industry to level us all out. All the men are just like ah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you're focused on that. 来宾希望他接下来可以参与一个公司从零到一的过程，并且在这个社会上是有贡献的。那当然，他也希望可以把 Web3 的一些优势，譬如去中心化 （decentralization） 跟公平性 （fairness） 带到 Web2， 并且帮助公司数位转型。他认为最简单的方式就是透过 NFT。那他也希望可以帮助一些女性进入区块链以及虚拟货币市场，不单单只是介绍工作，而是提供他们更多的知识跟一些很酷的机会哦。And I wish you nothing but success with all of that. But Celine, do you think you could take us through a little bit more of kind of the story of you? I would love to hear. You know, what brought you back to Taiwan? I believe you you were born in Taiwan, but spent time in Australia and all over the world. What brought you back to Taiwan? Yeah, so it's because of my family mainly, and also because of COVID. At that time, it was like Taiwan was the safest place. Like,、mm. so. Like、um, because of that, I just、um, moved back to Taiwan. Yeah, but you know, 
as a TKC, I'm always like open to different places and opportunities. Yeah, TKC, third culture kid right there. Yeah, and spoken yeah. like a true third culture kid, right? <laughs> you, your home could be anywhere now. Yeah, exactly. Like growing up in so many different places, it's really exciting journey for me. Really, yeah, it's beautiful. And speaking of that, it kind of makes me think of your language journey. You know, you I believe speak Mandarin, Cantonese, Taiwanese, Japanese, some French. <laughs> you speak so many languages. So, can you help us understand where did all your language come from, and what would you say is the the most important languages now for your life and your work? Body language. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Well said. Very true. Just Very kidding. true. Yeah, but just kidding. No, no, no. But that's that's true. I know. That I, I get the joke, but I love it because yeah. When we when we don't know what the other person is saying, it could be it could be a great way too. Yeah. Well, Actually, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. just kidding. Yeah. So I think that was like, great. That was great I answer. think it's because like initially, like when I was in Australia, actually it was like more like the school required us to learn some French,、mm-hmm. and then when I moved back to Taiwan, they required the international schools required us to learn another foreign language. So I chose Japanese and a little bit of French, and also、um, living in different countries, you have the different kind of environment, the people and、mm-hmm. stuff, which really like. Help me like learn about all these different cultures, like how to like make friends from all over the place, and yeah, so it's really what I and really understand、enjoy. their body language. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and so thinking a little bit about、yeah. kind of all the languages you have learned, yeah, you know what helped you over the years? Do you have any tips and advice maybe you could share with our audience here on NG England? Yeah, I think it's very much about like. When you learn a language, you actually learn the different cultures and allow、mm. you to be more open-minded, and also more、uh, realize like there's oh there's like so many other different like people who think so much different than us. Yeah. So, like I think, really helped me a lot. Like for my open-mindedness and also,、um, like willing to try out new things, explore new things. And I think the most important thing is being like you're you're willing to learn and very intellectually curious. Then I mean, like right now, it's so easy to just like search everything up. Or、um, most important is just to have the environment and also the friends, like people you surround yourself with. That's like one of the fastest way to learn.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I. I- Couldn't agree more. You know, just having that intellectual curiosity and that desire to learn something and putting yourself in the environment. Yeah, very, very cool. 来宾当时会搬回来台湾，主要原因是因为家人。那当时刚好因为疫情刚开始，而台湾又是最安全的地方，所以就索性的搬回来了。那他身为一个第三文化的小孩，觉得他其实还是非常愿意搬到其他地方，跟接触新的机会哦。接下来，我们来了解一下他学习语言的过程。他在澳洲的时候，其实有被要求要学一些法文。那后来回台湾的国际学校后，也得选一个外文，所以他选了法文跟日文。也因为小时候居住过不同的国家，所以他其实觉得学习语言就等同于学习另一个文化一样。那他比较能够理解不同的文化跟一些肢体语言。那在想法上，他觉得他也比较开明。那他认为学习语言最重要就是你需要愿意去学习，并且有求知欲。那他会给大家的建议，就是要把自己放在那样子的环境当中，会是最快的学习方式哦
Unfortunately, we are coming to the end of the show here, Miss Celine. <clears throat> but a question I love to end with is if you could go back and talk to a younger Celine, would there be any advice you give yourself about language, life, business, investing, anything? Well, invest in Bitcoin in 2010. <laughs> well, oh my yeah, goodness, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so many I people did. have said it. <laughs> I wish I did, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think the most important is like a few things. Like the first is like having no regrets. Mm. Like really, like especially after COVID happened, like I'm pretty sure like everyone, like it's not as easy for everyone. So I think the most important, like because for myself, I wanted to, I wanted to travel, but suddenly, like, COVID hit, like, everything just, whole schedule right. just got ruined and stuff. So I think most important is don't have any regrets, you know, like, talk to people who you love, spend time with them, like, care about others, and also, um, like, have more life experience. And when life is, like, so difficult, like, you know, like, um, Rocky has this, um, scenario, uh, this, this movie scene. Rocky, like the fighting movie? Yeah. Okay, go on. He, he okay. has a very, like, uh, inspirational, like, short clip that I always, like, watch it whenever I feel like kind of life is not as easy. Okay. Like, never get beaten down. So, basically, he was telling his son, the world ain't ra all rainbow and sunshine. Yes. But it's not about hard, how hard you get beaten down. By the by, life or by world, but it's all about how how hard you got beaten, but still able to stand up. Oh yes, I remember that where he's, his son is, he's making that whole speech to his son, and life is the one that's going to hit the hardest, right? Life, and yes. and if you and if you let it, life will always keep you down. But he was saying, no, it's about how you can take the punch and get back up and be, you know, the the strong man and woman you're meant to be. I love that. Great advice to yourself, to me, to everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 来宾会给年轻人自己的建议，就是在二零一零年的时候投资比特币。说实话，我也是会这样子建议自己啦。那另外，他也觉得不要后悔。像是疫情之后，其实对很多人来说非常的不容易。那像他自己本身当时的计划，本来是要去旅行，也因此中断了。那他觉得要花多一点时间陪伴着你爱的人，并且可以的话要多一点人生经历。那他觉得每一次只要生活不顺的时候，他就想到 Rocky 电影的一幕，那就是他里面说着：“人生本来就不是永远的彩虹与阳光，重点不是你被生活打倒，而是无论你被打多惨，你还是有办法重新站起来。”相信这是很多人需要听到的，包括我自己在内。所以我们要谢谢今天的来宾 Celine。Very, very cool, Celine. Well, where can people find you online? Maybe some social media, maybe LinkedIn, anywhere. So, um, you can find me on Twitter is crypto i l i n e i l e n crypto i l e n. Okay, I like it with the C. Yes, for Celine. C r y p t o i l i n e. Nice. Yes, crypto like Celine, crypto Celine, but I mean, yeah. Very cool. And then Twitter is crypto. Crypto Celine, like crypto C R Y P T O I L I N E. Awesome, Crypto Celine. That's where you can find her Instagram and Twitter. Super cool, awesome, Celine. Thank you for that motivational speech from Rocky. I loved it, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much, John, for your invite, and thank you everyone for for listening. <laughs> <laughs>
Awesome. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow this woman if you want to know more about badass women in the tech and <laughs> blockchain space. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG, NG English, I-C-R-T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6.30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9.30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye.